What's up, everyone? This is Adam Mades from DNVR, excited to talk to you about American financing. Everyday bills are high, and everything is still very expensive, which is why, if you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Interest rates are lower than they've been in a long time. They're saving their customers, on average, $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. Their job is to save you money. Call American Financing and tell them DNVR sent you today, and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. That's 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Broncos live and the Broncos are back. They're back, baby, wow. and they are off and running two hours into free agency. And the Broncos have started and finished free agency. Boom. Let's oh, go. We can pump the brakes a little bit. There's still more to be done. This is free agency. We'll you see. think so? We will okay. See. I, yep. I'm in on more. I'm fine if they're done. Of course, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And of course, we are coming to you live where studio from Studio A, where the A stands for Bang, Bang, no, come bang, on. bang, Bang. There's got to be some more A words for that. There's a hard A in there. Uh, okay. I, you know what? I, I like it because that's what the Broncos went okay. out and did. They spent a ton of money, dropped over thirty million dollars on two offensive linemen, and as our friend Chris Sims said. They got the big fuckers. They got just their big fuckers. Like yeah. they they were going to. Great call, Chris. And guys, these are exactly the guys I wanted. So I am feeling great about this Broncos free agency two hours in. And when I say over, these are their two big moves mm-hmm. that the Broncos are going to make. And boy, are they big guys. Ben Powers, just a mauler on the offensive line. And Mike McGlinchey, literally a massive man who comes in. And finally, finally, finally stops the dreadful right tackle revolving door that the Broncos have had. You hope. You really hope. Because that's a no, lot of money. No, you don't hope. He, he is. They're giving him $50 million guaranteed. We said the same thing about Juwan James resetting the right tackle market a few years ago. Like, you got to do it. You very go get the best. Yeah. How we is had it different? very different conversations about a, Juwan he James. He was an injury <sighs> machine. And that's exactly okay. what we said. And he uh, missed half, I mean, McGlinchey did miss half the season last year. Uh He's missed. He's only had one injury throughout his career. True. Juwan James was a completely different yep. situation. Every other year. Um, 
injuries do happen when a guy is constantly injured, that's when you say injury prone and you get a little freaked out about him. Mike McGlinchey, one injury. Uh, other than that, he he has played pretty much every single game at right tackle. Also, you said he stopped the revolving door, which absolutely is true because ain't no one else coming in to play that position for a while. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> they gave Mike McGlinchey five years, $87.5 million. That breaks down to $17.5 million guaranteed. <laughs> And while I really say that it, he's he's the guy for the future, they gave him fifty million dollars guaranteed, so he's around for the next three years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I said, always in the Mike McGlinchey conversation, a little bit concerned about the um, transition from that Kyle Shanahan heavy zone run scheme um, to coming in and playing for the Broncos and doing the Sean Payton thing. With that being said. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to Sean Payton himself as it relates to who he wants to play right tackle for him in his scheme. And and what I love about this, too, to play off of that, Ryan, is they got exactly who they wanted because they got the first right tackle off the board. And this was a loaded <laughs> class. Maybe you have Orlando Brown that you're able to bring in and put him at left tackle, slide Garrett over to right. So he was an option. You also had Juwan Taylor, who's a, a, certainly a right tackle. And then you also had Caleb McGarry, a guy that we talked about a lot on this show. You had him as well. The Broncos snagged uh, McGlinchey before any of those guys. And they got in a bidding war with the Bears at the end from my understanding, and came down to $50 million guaranteed that really put them over the top there. So I, what, what what gives me confidence in that is they, did, they didn't just say, we need a right tackle, let's just get one before they run out. They said, we're going to go get our guy, and they did spend more than they needed to or, or more than, than McGlinchey's value. That happens uh, when, when you're going out on free agency. So if you want to be down on this move, that's where you're down on the move. He was probably a $15 million guy, Paying him two and a half million dollars more if he's your guy, that doesn't bother me. But for for me looking at this, and I've been a fan of McGlinchey this entire time, uh, that's the only downside for me is just you overpaid a little bit. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, the scariest part to me is the 49ers fans' reactions. You know, the 49ers fans saying, wow, I can't believe they paid that, or that contract's going to look brutal next year, that, like that sort of stuff. Because he was kind of, in a lot of ways, kind of their bowls. You know, he didn't have as many penalties, obviously, um, but he, I, I think part of it is just like you're playing on an island as a right tackle going up against one-on-ones. The fans are going to see the lows a lot more than they see the highs, but this move does really, really scare me for the Broncos. I think, like, again, it's a good wow. move. You have to do it. But Wait, how is it a good move if it scares you? You need you need a right tackle, and you, you can't just go half-ass it and this is kind of the only way to do it when you don't have draft picks. And so you have to pull the trigger. I do think that was the right decision, but boy does giving, I mean, pro football focus is number 44 tackle last year, giving him that much money could, could lead to some pain in a couple years or, or there's a real chance that he lives up to it and you do have a pro bowl tackle right there. And he, he hasn't been a pro bowler before, but this is one where I, I don't look at it as a home run signing. It's it's something you had to do, and they did it, and hopefully it works out. Yeah, I mean, for me, I look at it differently, and it's similar but different. It's you had to get a tackle, mm-hmm. and you got one of the three best. Um, I, I feel like you can argue mm-hmm. on the order of what those three are, but I don't think you would argue that he's not he wasn't <laughs> one of the three best tackles on the market. And I don't... I, I don't think the money is that crazy. 
No. Uh, I, they're paying him what they're paying Garrett Bowles. And Garrett Bowles signed mm-hmm. that deal two years yeah. ago, and they got him for the same contract. Now they're paying him $500,000 more a year than Garrett, but right now that puts him as the 12th highest paid tackle. Now that includes mm-hmm. left and right tackles, but typically when you talk about a massive deal to someone on the open market at, at a prime position, a lot of times you're talking about them setting the new record for that position or they're, they're pushing that, yep. and McGlinchey isn't doing that. $17.5 million, the 12th highest paid tackle. Uh, Trent Williams is the highest paid tackle at $23 million. Orlando Left, Brown is... Yeah. Pro- yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, it's the tackle market. I think in the past couple of years, right tackles have closed the gap on left tackles in terms of importance. So they're the same. So I, it, so I'm not too worried about that. I think Orlando Brown's gonna gonna be pushing that 23 million as well. But the Broncos, they don't come close to resetting the market here. Uh, and if you're fine with Garrett Bowles's contract, then I think you have to love this contract actually, because I do think McGlinchey is the best tackle on this team over Garrett Bowles now. And where I think he ranks, um, you said the 44th tackle in the NFL last year. Um, there's a, a new figure out there called Sports Info Solutions, uh, which is a, a new number. They said he was the 27th best tackle in the NFL last year. Uh, so that would put him kind of, you know, uh, uh, what, uh, the worst, one of the worst first tackles on a team or one of the best second tackles on a team. And that's kind of where he is. That's how I view him as an above average tackle. Um, And they had him as the 14th best run blocking tackle and the 35th best pass blocking tackle. Uh, So he certainly is better in the run game than the pass game. And I think these two moves really point to what Sean Payton is going to want to do because Ben Powers also very, very good run blocker. According to that same statistic, Ben Powers was the third best offensive lineman run blocking yep. last mm-hmm. year. So when Sean Payton comes in and says, we're going to take Russell Wilson off the high dive and we're going to run the ball a lot, he wasn't just saying that. I think this shows that they are really going to do that and these two moves point to it. Hank, I'm confused because you seem down on this but you also just tweeted that the Broncos could have the best offensive line in the NFL. It's possible. Like if they live up to the hype, they have the potential. Like, and again, Ben powers, I think is a really good pickup. Um, it's, it's weird. He actually is one of the lowest graded run blockers on pro football focus. And so I just went back through what they called his worst run blocking game. And I think the reason is he just doesn't get a lot of push all the time. You know, he has a tendency to just kind of stay in the same place and hold his ground. Nobody really gets by him. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, 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 he isn't mobile. He doesn't get to the second level. You're not asking him to run a zone system because again, like he could not get up to the linebacks. He's a 335 pound guard. That would be unreasonable to expect. What you do is ask him to, to hold his ground on the backside, you know, that left side, the left guard spot so that he opens up cutback lanes coming back through there. And on top of that, he's capable of pulling just in watching a little bit. Occasionally, he doesn't always get to his spot. When he does, puts guys on their back because he's a 335 freak guard. So he is kind of a a unique player. Like typically, you think like, oh, it's an offensive lineman. Go play offensive line. He has very clear strengths and very clear weaknesses. With the biggest strength being pass protection. Man, that's interesting. And and I'm happy yeah. that there's starting to become more analytical numbers out there besides mm-hmm. just PFF because we yeah. we that that's such a nice thing to just rely on and say he was the third best or something. But like mm-hmm. I said, this other stat, yeah. uh Sports Info Solutions and it's well, a that's, newer that's the 
the company that puts it out. Yes, yeah. And so SIS. Yes. And so it's their it's their numbers. Um they said he was the third best run blocker among not just guards, among uh qualifiable Mm -hmm. offensive linemen. So um maybe he's not as bad as PFF State, maybe he's not as Mm -hmm. good as this, but it was funny, Henry sent a a little highlight reel of Ben Mm -hmm. Powers last week um Mm -hmm. and said, Boy, the guy can't move, but but he's fun to watch and uh, half the things were him pulling and, and, well, and moving and now he, he's not getting up to um the safety level without a doubt but if you're asking an offensive mm-hmm. lineman to do that you're probably putting him setting him up for failure himself mm-hmm. i thought he moved just fine but like you said i mean he is a big guy if he gets his hands on you you're mm-hmm. pretty much done the difference though is that he's just pulling so it's like you take your step back your three steps and so it's kind of the slower developing play what he can't do is work off the double team and then if the other guy's the leverage, then he extends the next level. He's not getting to the next level fast enough to take out a linebacker, which, again, in, so in the... What in you're the, saying is he excels on powers? Mm. Yes, exactly, on powers. So, again, like, in the last system, he would have really struggled. Um, yep. But in what we can imagine this system is, he should be just fine. And, yeah. and again, like, didn't allow well, a sack last t- season until the playoffs. I love using moves to give us hints as what the Broncos are trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so you can pretty much kiss the zone running stuff goodbye. Um, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that works. Uh, but it didn't work for them last year. That's for damn sure. Um, but now you're probably going to see a lot more power. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And not just in the run game, but also in pass protection. Which is odd, though, because McGlinchey is coming from the pure zone. Exactly. Scheme. Right. So maybe it's a, it's a mix yep. uh, of what they're going to do. But, and yeah. Ben Powers That's allowed... That's has been in the past, for what's worth, with Sean Payton. Well, a there mix. you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, ben Powers allowed one sack last year and only mm-hmm. one penalty. So that's just mm-hmm. key to get a guy who's solid in the run game and the pass game good in both of those and then isn't going to be a big liability in one area. Um, and obviously, when we've looked at guys in the past, you're like, oh, man, Garrett Bowles, the year he had, you know, he's been better in pass, better in run, mm-hmm. wow. but really struggles. Um, Chiefs just gave Juwan Taylor $80 million. What does that tell you about what Orlando Brown wants? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Because now the Chiefs have will likely lose Orlando Brown. They lost their other right tackle. Uh, so they've lost both starting tackles. Now they give Juwan Taylor $80 million. So this mm-hmm. makes the Broncos deal for Mike McGlinchey already look better. Yeah. That, and that was my original, uh, you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the five years that drives up the number that makes everyone say, whoa, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then, like, look, one press of the division symbol on your uh, calculator and you realize this isn't that bad. Essentially what it is is a three-year $50 million deal for Mike McGlinchey. That's $16.6 million a year. He, that means he's going to be here for three years. And then after that, you can move on. And uh, we see that... guaranteed for Jawan Taylor. We see that happen all the time. After we signed off on Friday, what did the Broncos do with Graham Glasgow? They said, you don't have any guaranteed mm-hmm. money left. We're going to move on from you right now. So that's what this is, a three-year deal. And by the way, with Graham, the Broncos saved $11 million in cap space by moving on from him, only $3 million in dead money. They spent $13 million a year on Ben Powers. So $2 million for mm-hmm. a massive upgrade. Yep. And if you look at this year, I mean, Powers cap hits probably only seven, eight million. Right. Yes. Right. And same thing with McGlinchey. It's probably more in like the 11, 12 million. Yeah. So uh, on top of that, there, there is still quite a bit more money out there. And we, I guess we don't have the exact details yet, but there is probably still quite a bit more money left to spend this year. So here's my question for you guys. Mm. 
you can no, I, if you want. Yeah, really? I, okay. I disagree with that. Okay. And when you typically look at free agency, what mm -hmm. the Broncos entered today with over $33 million in spending, they, they need to only hold a couple of million dollars for their draft picks, but then you also have mm -hmm. to fill out the rest of their roster. Mm -hmm. So you can't just say, okay, probably cap hits of, what, 10 and 7 for the guys that they signed yeah. today, and then we'll also talk about Jared Stidham, so 2 or something like that. So... They've spent really, you know, between 15 and $20 million mm -hmm. in cap space this year. That's about it in terms of big signings when it comes to what they're going to do with the cap. They, they still have a couple of days to move on from some other guys to open up cap space. But when fans look at this and they say they have $33 million to spend, they're going to spend all $33 million mm -hmm. in free agency. No, the past, I want to say, half decade, if not mm -hmm. more, the Broncos have carried over $10 million yep. into the following season. So I'm just, I, I just want to pump people's brakes and not mm -hmm. expect uh, more massive signings to come down. But that's what they were going to do. They, they were going to come out, and they were going to get one to two starters uh, across their team, and they did that in the first 90 minutes. So I yep. personally think... Don't expect many other big moves. I would like one more. Big? I would like one more. Of course you would. Solid to big move, and I bet you can guess what position it is. Um, uh, cornerback. Well, that'd be nice, but no, center. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be another big effort in there. I said it last week. I don't think you can go forward with Lloyd Kutcher-Berry as your starter. Now, Hank made a point uh, during that pod, which was, well, if you surround him with good players, maybe you feel better about him. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got Quinn Miners, who is your best mm -hmm. offensive lineman coming into this free agency period, and Ben Powers, who might now be your best offensive lineman, period, next to him. You might be able to get by with Lloyd Cushenberry at this point. I, but I, like I have always said, unless we're giving this power to Mike McGlinchey on the right side, you know, a, uh, a Notre Dame grad over there, um, mm -hmm. I would like to have a center who is the quarterback of the offensive line and honestly now the quarterback of the protection because we know that the Broncos quarterback is yeah. not the quarterback of, of the protection. He didn't set it right last year and it, it caused a ton of issues. So I'd like the Broncos to go out there and get a guy who's who can get up there and tell everyone what they need to do. Well, Ryan, you're, you're not going to get that. And so I hope you're not going to be disappointed in that. But let's break that down and talk about that. But I think there's a reason why you shouldn't be as concerned why, about that. You're saying the Broncos are going with Cush? Um, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. But okay. you, you want a big name No, I just veteran. want someone else. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, they'll, they'll probably get that, but let, let's talk about that. Uh, but first, got to tell you about our friends over at Jive Hive. If you want to celebrate, extend the weekend a little more, check out our friends over at Jive Hive. Go to J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot -E -E com, where they're going to deliver you weed straight to wherever you are in your house. And the great thing about Jive Hive, not only is it, ultra convenient where they're going to deliver it to you but it's also affordable because they don't have to pay for all the retail stores out there they don't have that overhead so it makes it even more affordable than other places you get privacy and security with it and you don't have to avoid driving anywhere if you're already partying and imbibing then you don't have to worry about getting in a car they bring it straight to you right now they're delivering in aurora greenwood village monument fountain in various areas of el paso county and but make sure to check them out because they continue to expand where they're where they're delivering to that's jive hive j-i-v-e-h-y-v-e.com and you can also head over to breckbrew.com to see where you can pick up some breckenridge beers uh they have all sorts of different beers all the different kinds the Pale ales and the Kolsch's and the mm, uh, the, the porters, yes. Yeah. Um, 
Do they have a shandy? I don't think they have a shandy. They might not have a shandy, but who knows? It could be on the way. Um, but also, they're giving away some tickets. The Nuggets play the Pelicans March 30th. And uh, a week before that game, we will be drawing tickets. They're courtside row two. They have Club Lexus access, all sorts of perks like that. Uh, if you go to thednvr.com slash Breck Brew, you can sign up to get your name in that drawing. Um, I got to give a shout out to someone in the comment section. We have so many people tuning in right now, so I, I did. I missed your name. Uh, but they said uh, the only way Kush should be back is with Jive Hive. Nice. <laughs> it's the only Kush I want. Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah Ryan it. would certainly agree with that. Wait, I have a quick philosophical question for you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't derail this podcast on oh, a news-filled day too much. But tonight... I'm going for my third birthday dinner. Oh, right on. Is that too many? Is that no, fair amount, fair play? No, 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 huh. You extended as long as you can. All right. Sweet. Wow. Are you worried about it? Well, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, no. over cashing in on my birthday. No, no, no. You get at least a full week. And okay. you can kind of surround huh. it how you want. Start a few days early. Start it on your birthday. Extend it at least a full week. I got to give a shout out. Uh, we say no free ads. I'm giving them one. Uh, when people reach out to me, they always ask, where should I go to dinner? Where should I go to dinner? I'm adding a new one to my guaranteed put it down every single time someone asks what me. What is it? Hop Alley. Oh, you've been a big fan for a long time. Yeah, but I had only been twice. So it was like good both times. Now, third time was the best time. And mm. the, uh, my expectations were so high that now it's just like I can trust them. I'll send anyone who's coming to this wow. city <laughs> to that restaurant and know they won't be disappointed. What's the go-to? Well, so I always get the um, the the spicy chicken, which is called like Lazy G. Didn't you say it's spicy AF too? Apparently, they like toned it down a little bit, so I had to ask for some extra spiciness on the side. You're crazy. Um, but like Ali could handle it. It was spicy okay. for her, but she could handle it. Okay. So that that's a good uh, barometer. But then they do a crab dish there, like a they'll give you a whole crab. Oh wow! A big old Dungeness crab, and. Um, Spence wanted to order it, and I was like, let's go for it. And it was to die for. Wow. Mm. So the chicken, the crab, a <laughs> couple sides, it's it's in forever. So everyone, wow, go to Hop Alley when you come to Denver. Huh. There you go. There you go. I, I love it. Add it to the list. And Mike McGlinchey and Ben Powers. And Ben Powers now has some money to spend. We just got details of Ben Powers' contract coming in from Field Yates. $13 million signing bonus. Not too much. Uh, this year, he has a salary of $2 million. Next year, it's a $12 million salary. And then in 2025, it's 11 and a half. And then 2026, it's 12. So that's a $5.25 million cap hit. Yep. There you go. So $5 million, Expect McGlinchey to come in between 7 and $10 million. And you're telling uh, me we can't get a center? <laughs> You could, you you could. That's just that. That's more of the. Uh, I'm gonna build this the Madden style. Well, I bring my cap hit down to zero every single year and spend it all. That's just typically not what teams do. No. Um, now you can make the argument that Sean Payton likes to maximize all of the cap money he has, but you also have to remember with Russell Wilson's contract getting bigger next year and the year after that in terms of cap hit. I do expect the team to save some money and have some rollover going into next year. And I'm fine with that because this isn't the year where we're talking Super Bowl or bust, even really playoffs or division or bust right there. So I'm okay, especially because they're spending money. If they didn't spend any money and they're rolling $35 million over into next year, then I'd be saying, okay, this is embarrassing. But they're not doing that. So um, I'm just I'm – just, 
pumping the brakes. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to be disappointed because uh, I guess you could be, but I'm not disappointed in what they've done. But here's why I think they're fine at center for right now. If you're going to get any position in the draft in the third yeah. round, it's center guard or like a big defensive tackle in the third round to be a starter now you can do that because you have two third round picks you got some other Mm -hmm. picks if you want to move up because you identify a center i know creed humphreys is maybe an anomaly but he was fantastic Mm -hmm. as a rookie uh the broncos need to go nail that in the third round get a center there and have him be the guy moving forward you guys mentioned it how now there's veterans uh or at least one veteran around that that new center with ben powers he's going to rely on him to help him out um and i'm okay with that i'm okay with going into this draft with one need on the offensive line that being center and then surrounded by by this experience on the offensive line yeah i don't want my center to be a rookie to be honest um now Maybe they draft a guy and like they're talking about, mm-hmm. oh my god, this guy's a football genius. His like Lloyd was off the charts. Were they saying that when yeah. they drafted him? Yeah, he, he was, was like uh, the big plug and the play. The thing I remember is that he like dominated someone big at the Senior Bowl. He was mm-hmm. uh, L- Lloyd was known for the, uh, the having the mentals coming out of college. Yep. He right. he had well, that and I, needed needed strength. <laughs> I need to see someone who's done it in the NFL. Then Ryan yep. Jensen, you know, one of, one of those guys. Um, Someone mentioned Jason Kelsey. I know he announced he's coming back. I assume he meant to the Eagles. He is. He's co- he's going back to <laughs> I the Eagles. Uh, reports made that very clear. Yeah, yeah, it, and that would only make sense if and you're like he's not mulling over retirement. You don't then move your whole life across the country. No, no. Uh, so I I don't know. I want I want an experienced center who knows what they're doing in there. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. Now, are, would you rather have had that than Ben Powers? Because no. I think Ben Powers was a better offensive lineman than you could have got at the center position. And the best center was Pochich or whatever, mm-hmm. and apparently didn't get along with Russ, so he was probably off the board. <laughs> right. Yeah. What happened was... What happened was... What ha- happened was... Uh, yes, what happened was uh, Russ, after the season, one year, said, we need to upgrade the offensive line. Like, we need to upgrade the pass protection. Like, set it publicly. Yeah. And then they gave, like, a one-year $2.5 million contract or something to Pochich to come back as their starting center. And so we don't know for sure that that rubbed him the wrong way, but it was right after he said, we need to upgrade our offensive line. We need to upgrade our... So who knows what's there. But also, I think Ben Jones is probably the top center. But yeah. Oh, I forgot about Ben Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Released last week. If he's... He was released with like a failed physical designation, so I don't think we've gotten the details on what's up with that. So if he's actually hurt, then maybe not. But mm. he would be double. Ben I mean, he's inside. coming off a Pro Bowl. He's. I think he's the only free agent. No, Orlando Brown is also coming off a Pro Bowl. Those would be the two linemen coming off Pro Bowls. Yeah. Uh. I. I guess if that's all ha- that happened with Russ and Pochich. Yeah. Then I don't think that's anything. Russ. That could have actually meant that Russ said we need to upgrade the offensive line except this guy like this guy you should bring him back um and two weeks ago uh george payton told us at the combine that the broncos were going to upgrade the offensive line and they did just that yep Yep. they really did i mean i don't know if you if you live in like the the fairy world where (laughs) everything is amazing and garrett bowles plays the best football of his career and ben powers is the guy Mm -hmm. that he is and lloyd cushionberry is upgraded by the people around him or they upgrade that position quinn miners plays up to his potential and mike mcglinchey is the guy they paid for like then henry sweet that that Mm -hmm. could be the best offensive line in football is true now it's probably somewhere in between yeah but you're also 
not going to get bowls at his worst. And I doubt that McGlinchey's going to be a complete bust. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Lloyd Cushenberry, Cushenberry would get worse with the players that you've mm-hmm. now surrounded him with. So if the Broncos had to start the season tomorrow, I would feel much, much better about where their offensive line stands right now than it did four hours ago. 100%. And it's really funny that I'm really high on these moves and and Henry, I think, is a lot more skeptical, yet he thinks they could have the best offensive line. Mm -hmm. I'm nowhere close to to that yet. What the Broncos have right now, even with the hole at center, is, is they have stability on the offensive line. They have a good offensive line. Could it be great and elite? Sure, but what they needed was to be, to have a good offensive line in both the pass and run game, and they have that now. Now they're saying Sean Payton's really giving Russ the best opportunity. This this organization is giving Russ the best opportunity to try to have a bounce back year now by protecting him, by giving him help in the run game with this offensive line. I expect them to do something at running back as well, maybe a move at receiver to potentially either bring that group down or help them. We'll really dive into that in the next couple couple of days um but they're they're given every and then they're also giving him sean payton so they are giving russ the opportunity to really have a bounce back year and then you know what also helps let's say russ doesn't work out and they go the rookie way next year the year after having a good offensive line is going to help any quarterback so i really like this it helps for now and it helps for the future something that we've kind of been talking about okay what moves you make now Mm -hmm. to help now or help for the future and this the the, both of these moves help for both can i change the subject a little bit sure i'm sick of hearing jerry judy's name involved in trades and trade rumors well it continues i know and it needs to stop well it's not it needs to (laughs) Uh, what if you can get a first for him though no see and that's really uh, you're just not gonna get a first for him at this point um and so then it just start of discussion end of discussion he's not in the trade conversations Cortland sutton sure jerry judy is the most talented player on the football team, not named Pat Sertan. And what you're talking about is reports last week about Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton potentially being traded. Dan Graziano put it out today. Not just those two, but also KJ Hamler are being shopped in. And what the reports are saying is the Broncos aren't going to give these guys away. I have some bad news for you. Once one report comes out, the price on these guys goes down. Once many reports go out around the past many weeks, those prices continue to go down on these guys. And that's fine as long as the Broncos stay, you know, stay steadfast in their position. Mm-hmm. If you're saying we'll trade Jerry for a first and Cortland for a second and we'll accept nothing less, then I don't care how many times you float the report out there as long as you stick by that. Now, I wouldn't even trade Jerry Judy for a first-round pick. What would it take? Um, a first and a second. You guys are absolutely crazy. Henry and I had this conversation when you were mm-hmm. uh, when you weren't here like a, a month ago, and he said he would only trade Judy. Was it for a top five pick? I think is what you said. I don't think I got that far, but I mean, it I think was, it was. I think it, it was. Top, anyone in the comment section remember that? Um, shoot, shoot us what you remember. But um, sure, I'd do it for a top five pick. Well, of course you would do it for a top <laughs> five pick, but You'd probably that's get a worse receiver. That's just not realistic at all. I don't no. care what's realistic. I don't want to trade him. So. And then that's fair. That's yeah. fair. You can have your line in the sand, but I guarantee if the Broncos get a first-round first, first round pick, it doesn't have to be a top-five pick, and they'd move on from him. That, but like, so then what are you doing with your wide receiver position? Um, if you move on from Jerry. I, yeah. I wouldn't trade Jerry either. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, but the fact that he continues to get put out there in these, in these tweets, Ryan, the Broncos clearly have a different position than you do. Yeah. 
I think it's silly, and I think you're like ostracizing one of your best players by just continuing to do this. Well, and we saw what happened with Cortland Sutton on Friday night putting out uh, a tweet. But this is a much deeper conversation that we'll really get into tomorrow, I think. Um, any other final words on this? Um, don't trade Jerry. Maybe we hope in the next 24 hours we don't see a tweet from Jerry that's similar to Cortland's. Yeah, that I'm would actually, be terrifying. I feel like he's matured that it hasn't happened yet. I am surprised. I agree. It did. Um, yeah, I would have guessed Jerry would have tweeted that before Cortland. Did. Yes, Cortland's name has been out there more though. I think that's why. Well, Cortland's Jerry's Jerry's was just put exactly. out there this morning too, though. True. So I mean, if if you're cautious about a tweet, you probably want to be even more cautious now. Hold the line, Jerry. You got this. <laughs> Don't tweet. Stay strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the Broncos made one more move, and I want to make sure that we get to mm-hmm. it today. Backup quarterback. The Broncos signed Jarrett Stidham. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that they signed him. It was the contract that made me open my eyes. Two years, $10 million, $5 million guaranteed. So essentially, it's a one-year, $5 million contract with $4 million in upside to this is how Ian Rappaport put it mm. out. I heard two upside years, $10 million. I don't know what the upside word. means. Mm-hmm. Um, but $5 million guaranteed. The Broncos had the opportunity to bring back Brett Rippon on a on the restricted free agent tender, which would have paid him $2.3 million. Instead, they go with a guy who has fewer starts than Brett Rippon. Is that true? Fewer starts. Brett mm-hmm. Rippon has three starts. Uh, Jared Stidham has two starts. And you know when those two starts were? The final two games of last year. So That's Jared Stidham certainly a bigger name than Brett Rippon, like mm-hmm. around the country, because he was with the Patriots, then last year traded, and his name was brought up a lot when Derek yep. Carr was benched and told to go home. But even less experience. But clearly, they're not spending $5 million mm-hmm. this year for Stidham to be a third string. I mean, this is this is their backup this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the big difference between him and Brett Rippon would be arm talent. Yeah. Um, Stidham coming out, that was the thing. Got yeah. a rocket. Yep, yep. And I assume this is like a Sean Payton shot calling. He's just like, give me this guy, and if I have to play with, if I have to play him, you know, he can make all the throws, and I'll teach him how to do it. Yeah, it's a good point. It's, I'm cool with it. Like I, I think I said my number was you don't spend more than five million dollars. So I, they check the box. Like I can't complain about the money. I guess. Um, I think it's a good one. Like, would you rather have Stidham or Teddy? I'd probably go Stidham. Wow. It's not even close for me. The thing about Teddy is he can't even stay on the field when you need him. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the injuries are certainly there. Um, but you're going to need a backup for two games in, in a season. And true. And Teddy put, would be better. He played in two games last year and got injured in both of them. It's true. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. That's something that you factor in. Um, Jared Stidham last year, his first start, mm-hmm. first NFL start, he threw for 350 yards, Matt Flynn three style. touchdowns, and two yeah. interceptions. And then the, the yeah. other game, he had uh, one touchdown and one interception. Um, I mean, you're getting a very unknown quarterback at this position. <laughs> Typically, I like to have um, stability, and mm. I don't really even think you had that with Brett Rippon. So that's why I had no issue with the Broncos moving on from Brett. Mm. I just thought that they were going to go spend $5 million on just a way more proven veteran option. Yeah, I mean, if, if they were shooting for a Super Bowl this year, then that would be the way to do it. Like, uh, what, what if you need a backup for a playoff game even? Like, you, you, you want to have a Teddy instead. But in the Broncos situation, like if their backup quarterback is bad for the two games they play, 
that that won't be that big of a deal, I don't think. Whoa, I completely disagree. Really? We're talking about a team that... I'm thinking 350 and three tuds if he comes in. So. <laughs> I mean, aren't, aren't we thinking this team should be a, a pushing a 500 record? But pushing yeah. with nine and eight, pushing with Fucking ten and seven. Be. Okay, so then if you need yeah. a backup quarterback, he can't he can't just come out and be a guarantee dropping both of those. You can't have bad quarterback play when you're pushing on uh, being a five hundred team, pushing on making the playoffs. You got to have good good play there. I, I I actually think it's the opposite, Henry. If you're the uh, Chiefs no. and you're fighting for the Super Bowl, you can have a bad backup quarterback. Obviously, you don't want it, but you can have a bad backup quarterback come in and drop you from. 13 and 4 to 11 and 5 because you're still going to make the playoffs and then you're going to have your starting quarterback in there if you again. Do. Where if, if you do, though, I though, actually think that's a big piece. What do you mean if you do what? In the playoffs. Like, like in do, that case, like if you, you need, if you need Teddy to start a wild card game, then he might, you no, might no, no, need no, no. to get I'm through. Say, I'm saying during the regular oh, totally. season, I think a, a good backup Definitely. quarterback Zach is, is more important. Your margin for error is smaller in the regular season if you're the Broncos. It's, yeah. it's more important to have a good quarterback being a borderline team than it is being um, a, a number one seed going for being a Super Bowl. It depends on I when disagree. the injury happens. Exactly. If it happens in the playoffs, then you have to bring well, it. Exactly. Hen- Henry threw out the situation of uh, if you need two games in the season, it's not that big of a deal. Well, I'm saying for the Broncos, the- it's a massive deal. I mean, but a team again, pushing like, for the playoffs. It just—it's not going to cost them a Super Bowl. That's where I'm. It at. could cost them the playoffs. It could but, cost them yeah, a winning record. Which, if Here, it does, here's it what does. It comes down to they upgraded from Brett Rippin. <laughs> I don't know if they did. What I agree with you, really? physically, they did. What's there to prove that that they upgraded uh, from Brett from I what mean, Stidham has or hasn't done? Brett has like a, a 63 career passer rating. Um, Jared Stidham has a 73. There you go. There's an upgrade. (laughs) There's an upgrade. Um, Jared Stidham (laughs) has never won a game in the NFL. Yeah. Brett Rippon has. Um, That's what happens when you sign 25-year-old career backups. Brett Rippon has played (laughs) more snaps than Jared Uh Stidham. Brett Rippon has more touchdowns. I mean, Brett Rippon is the more experienced guy. He also has more snaps and (laughs) touchdowns and wins than... Bryce Young. I feel like the lack of experience is kind of the appeal with Stidham. Like the fact that he is like the unknown. That's why you're like, hey, why that's don't a, we bring him? I mean. Like it's exactly. So then, so then, so then, okay. Well, then that's different than being a, a better backup. If this is, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I don't have a big issue with this. To me, it just doesn't make the most sense. I would rather have had the experienced guy than necessarily uh, a gamble here. This doesn't bother me that much. If, if, that if Russ gets injured, the the season is over, regardless if it was Brett, uh, if it was Jared Stidham. <laughs> but to me, they downgraded here, maybe at the cost of having a higher upside. And that's what I think this is. So I this is tinfoil, tinfoil hat theory. I think that Sean Payton wanted a quarterback with enough upside that there's a chance... That if he had to play three games in a row, he could be so good that they would roll the rest of the season with him. But you couldn't go get a Baker Mayfield or a Carson Wentz because if the, it, you, you don't want to create controversy. Right now, everyone knows Russ is the starter. Jared Sidham is the backup. Mm-hmm. Jared Sidham has shown that in an NFL game, he can throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. He has clear upside. And I think Sean Payton says... I, I want to see what I could do with this guy. So, like, Brett Rippon was never going to be good enough to be a starter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Jared Siddham might. What yep. was he, a third-round pick? Uh, fourth. Fourth-round fourth pick. Um, Th- you know. There's been hype around him for a long time. Yeah. So, 
been hype around a lot of guys. It, it's it's, Not a, it's a little bit of a roll of Not the to dice. Be. <laughs> it's a little bit of a roll of the dice in terms of you know how good of a backup is he, mm-hmm. um, but it's a it's also a roll of the dice on hey maybe in a worst case scenario this guy could actually end up being a starter what what i should have said is this isn't he's not an upgrade over brett rippon or yeah i wasn't trying to argue that he <laughs> was a downgrade from brett rippon i think he's a downgrade from the other vet quarterbacks the teddies mm-hmm. that you could have got for five million dollars as well so that that's where my argument is but clearly what you're saying about upside is right because Jared Stidham, on the idea of upside, however you view that, I'm with you, Ryan. I mm-hmm. view Jared Stidham having more upside than Teddy Bridgewater and these vets. So that's what they're going off of, and that's okay. I just personally would have gone a different route. But see how much they uh, they really, really prioritized him? They signed Ben Powers in the first 30 minutes of free agency, then Jared Stidham, mm-hmm. then Mike McGlinchey. These $5 million backups typically come the end of this week, the start of next week. No, they did this in the first hour. So clearly, Sean Payton likes the upside, likes Mm -hmm. the talent of Stidham. Now you've had Bill Belichick put his name behind Jared Stidham. You've had Josh McDaniels put his name behind Jared Stidham. Now you have Sean Payton put his name behind Jared Stidham. That's that's the best thing that Jared Stidham has going for him in his four-year NFL career. And that, that can be a really good thing. Three great minds, three great offensive minds. Well... Just how you – a great mind in Belichick and a great offensive mind in Josh McDaniels. Speaking of Josh and McDaniels, uh, he has officially accomplished his number one goal whenever he gets to a franchise, which is to downgrade their quarterback position. So congrats mm-hmm. to Josh. Good job, Josh. Wow. Yep. And uh, what you're referring to is Jimmy G, now the Raiders quarterback. Maybe a slight upgrade from Jared Stidham? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Both uh, former Raider, or former Patriots draft picks, they're paying him, what, a three-year contract worth about $22 million a year, I think. You know who owns Jimmy Garoppolo? Who? Russell Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Pretty sure uh, Jimmy's never beat Russ head-to-head. And Jimmy's beat, like, everyone else then. Because Maybe. Jimmy still has an incredible record as a starting quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Russ still probably last year heard it. Remember Russ's record against like the goats, like Peyton, uh, Brady. Yeah. And who who else was thrown in that conversation back then? Uh, he was like almost undefeated. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was really really good until last year. <laughs> he was. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is doing like what he wanted to do with the Broncos, though. Like this is tear them down. This is the alternate reality that he thought should have happened if he could have gotten what's his face? Matt Castle. Matt, Matt Castle. That's yeah. yeah. But he couldn't what get Castle, so wound up Thornton. Joke. Now he did get his <laughs> former Patriots quarterback just like he wanted. So we'll we'll see if it works out for him. Also, God, the other thing about Davis or not uh a Jarrett Stidham is that he is friends with Davis Webb. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I think that probably factors in too. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Really? Yes. I don't want it. The quarterback coach being friends with a, and, and having a previous relationship really factoring in it enough to sign a guy. Well, I mean, maybe Davis Webb said Jared Siddham's the next Davis Webb. Exactly. He's, a, he's another coach in the room. Yeah. Or he said he's the next Peyton Manning. Yeah. I hope he wouldn't say he's the next <laughs> Davis Webb. <laughs> Why? Uh, that's not that appealing. I mean, it. If you, <laughs> why not? I feel like I feel like if you're going that route, then it's Teddy Bridgewater. You're getting like a mentor. I, It'd I be think, like Chase I think Daniel. Sell, sell me, sell me more on the idea of Stidham being the high upside guy, not the Fair another enough. coach in a room. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, either way. 
if he's the coach in the room and the high upside guy, then you're potentially rolling with something really good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 350 passing yards and three touchdowns in a game is really impressive. Like you said, though, Matt Flynn. And who was the yeah. yeah? Who was the uh, two teams that they played in his two starts? One of them was the Niners. That wasn't was that the 350 game? Um, it. I don't know. I have it. I have it right here. Um, they they were the final two games. That was the San Francisco game. Yep. Threw for 350 and three TDs against the best defense in the NFL. Yep. Yep. He did. Um, put up 34 points the next week against Kansas City. Put up 13 points, one touchdown, one interception. Interesting. I mean, the flash. Yeah. You, you, you saw the flash. Definitely. Um, now, what the Broncos can do here uh, with this is they could draft a rookie in any round, and then there's your, there's your clear plan. You're one, two, and three, uh, with Stidham being the more experienced guy, and then you have a rookie there to help develop, too. If you like Ben Powers, Mike McGlinchey, and Jerry Stidham, hit us with a thumbs up. Yes, wow. please hit us with a thumbs up. I know you've got a lot of you tuning in. Only, only 175 likes. We can do better than that. This is a good day for the Broncos. And if you want to have a good day, check out our Broncos friends. Broncos made their first bad move of the day. We'll get to it after the break. Um, yes, we will. Letting Broncos, my boom walk? Uh, no, no, it's it's, it's it's something else. The Broncos, though, you can get, if you really like the moves on Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey, you can bet on the Broncos to win the AFC West. You can bet on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl, and you can do that over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And this may be the most fun time to be over at DraftKings Sportsbook with March Madness starting on Thursday. Not only check our friends, friends out over at Run Your Pool, but also check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You bet $5, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets instantly. No better time to have those bonus bets than this week where what? There's 16 games on Thursday, 16 games on Friday, and then eight on Saturday, eight on Sunday. It is going to be a blast at DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't text me, talk, call me. uh, Wow. DM me, tweet at me. Have you uh, approved this show being off on Thursday and Friday so we can just do that? If I have that power, yes. <laughs> We're off. Congratulations. There we go. Let's go. Three-day <laughs> week. But head over to draft. I know probably a lot of you are taking a three-day week so that you can do that yep. on Thursday and Friday. So check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR to get the $200 in bonus bets by placing a $5 bet. That's promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Speaking of March Madness, let's give out our draft. DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week right now. I'm going to March Madness, and I'm going with the number one overall seed in the entire tournament. No surprise, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm. Plus 190 (laughs) to make the Final Four. I really like that. So I'm going to be placing that. If you want to join me, it's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Final Four for Alabama. I had no idea they were any good until yesterday when they were like, I was like, wait. They're number one, Alabama. <laughs> that's a football place. Um, oh, these odds are disappointing. I'm going to go a different way. Um, first round for there to be a buzzer beater, I believe is plus 300. Uh, I mean, that's an easy Does one. Does a buzzer beater only count if the clock runs out while the ball is in the yep, air? No chance to inbound is how, they, uh, yeah. is how they say it. And it has to be for the win. So you can be tied and it's for the win or like down and it's for the win. Has to be for the win. And uh, so, yeah, that's plus 300 for the first round. You can also get like plus 600 for the first day. 
plus 600 for the second day. Wow. Then I you're just cheering this. for buzzer. I know, right? Isn't that so much fun? What I want to do is take South Carolina to win the women's tournament because that's just a lock. But they're minus 200. So it's oh like, my uh, gosh, that is wild. Yeah. No, like there's no competition. They will Being win. Minus 200 in a field of 68. 64? Yeah, 68. Uh, is wild. That they're is perfect. They're just bigger and stronger and faster and better than everybody else. And they haven't lost since like, I don't know, sometime last year. Okay. Um, I love the buzzer beater thing because yeah. it's all about making bets to enjoy March Madness. Exactly. So my drafting pick of the week is actually 32 picks. Um, <laughs> I love it. It is. <laughs> Isn't betting, it more than that? I guess. I, well, do you count the first four? I'm not. No. Cause I, no, but I thought, you're, I thought you're doing this for every single game. Or are yeah. you just doing first round? Oh, that's true. It yeah, is. Well, yeah, yeah. For so the next however many total games <laughs> there are. So that would be six, 63 you because were, 63 teams lose. Well, 67 if you count first four. All right. Here's what you do. <laughs> Every single game of March Madness, you bet the underdog blindly. Money line, Money line, same amount on every single one. Last year, this, I believe, netted Andre and I. I can look up the actual numbers. I believe we were plus 17 units when all wow. was said and done. Ooh. Just betting on the underdog. And you don't know how freeing and amazing it feels to be rooting for the underdog in every game. You just like, you're. So, it's the most righteous uh, position you can take in sports. Mm -hmm. Rooting for the underdog every time, no matter what. Especially March Madness, because unless you're a basketball junkie, you don't know who these te these teams are. But you see a small school playing a powerhouse, yep. and you just want to root for them. Yep. And all it takes is one crazy upset to get you uh, jump started, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So there wow. it is, sixty-three to sixty-seven. Underdogs. There we go. Wow. I love it. And that's our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. What else we got? I know what we got. We all have some Broncos Hawaiian shirts oh, yeah. from our friends at Foco. Oh, yes. You want to tell me about them? Yeah. Uh, they're sweet. You can basically go through the summer just Broncos up while being festive. And so you can get like a Broncos sun hat and a Broncos Hawaiian shirt and Broncos swim trunks and Broncos sandals or Crocs. Uh, and you could just be Broncos out 24-7. You could get uh, a bobblehead like the one that we have here on the table. You could get a mini helmet like the one we have here on the table. You can get so much over at FOCO. They have all of the gear and memorabilia you could ever dream of. So go over to FOCO and use the code DNVR. That's FOCO.com. Use the code DNVR for 10% off your entire order. Ryan, you asked and you shall receive. The likes have come in in droves during that oh, little break there. Wow. And More speaking, speaking, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> speaking of that, if you'll hit us with a five-star review over on Apple or if you're listening mm -hmm. on Spotify, we got a competition going on. Double-digit double lead for Apple. Double-digit. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Apple so it's hates us. getting close. It's like 780 to 860. Man, I love it. Spotify, keep killing it. We're on the road to 1,000. But honestly, it really helps us, yes, too. Yes, it does. So even if you're watching, even if you watch on YouTube, go over, subscribe to the pod, hit us with a review, really helps us. And then if you're listening to the pod, go over to our YouTube channel where we've got a really nice, clean look on the screen right now. Mm -hmm. Our producer here is doing a great job the rolling breaking news, the free agency frenzy Ooh, going on. Uh, and subscribe to the pod, hit us with a thumbs up when you're there. We would really appreciate it. There's literally... Never downtime with the Broncos. Certainly and we're not. here every <laughs> single day. So we appreciate everyone rolling with us. So I said before the break, the Broncos have made their first bad move of the day or of the free agency period. 
and they they have. They have decided to tender Corliss Waitman. Now, why would they do that? Because they want punter competition. Yeah. They don't just want to bring someone in without any competition. I have to imagine yeah. that this will be followed by another move, whether it's in the mm-hmm. draft, whether it's in free agency. It, the, it, it has to be, Ryan. What's the tender number on him? 900,000. But it's not guaranteed. Right. So you cut him, it's all gone. Like it's it, The question is, do you want to use a roster spot on him for training camp or not? Do you want him as one of your 90? You guys are making me feel better about this. Oh, I good. fear it's <laughs> to make him their punter. Well, and it, until he's not on the team, I mean, that, that certainly is a possibility. And what were the Broncos sold on with him? They were sold on his talent, yep. his high upside. Does that remind you of anyone we've talked about this pod? High upside talent, that's why you're sold on a guy. Jared Stidham. Yeah, he's a backup. Um, But but I mean, it's not something that I'm too worried about here. But there has to be another move with this, though. Um, They can't blame this one on Dwayne Stukes anymore. They can't say this was Dwayne Stukes' guy if they're now putting, if this new regime is putting their stamp on him as well. And uh, he was just not good. No, he he wasn't. Um, I I don't know how to put it. (laughs) Like. It, I wanted to like him. Yeah, you really did. I made a whole bit about it. You really did want to like him. He doesn't know ball at all. <laughs> wow. That's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I really wanted to like him. And Dan, there's inside jokes within this pod. It's actually not from this pod, which out. is why I was... Right, right. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, like, they let go of Sam Martin... And he just signed a nice big new deal with the with the Bills. Yeah, Dead. he was pretty good last year too. He I mean, of course, he got a three year deal. Yeah, um, makes you think. Yeah. Maybe you should pay punters and kickers, or draft them. Spend spend draft capital on them. Not third round picks, but use your sixth round pick on a really good punter. That's the thing though. On a like, really ah. good kicker. Chris Kellogg is defending the move. He's saying how is non guaranteed money a bad move? <laughs> yeah. Because he's not good. Bad vibes. Um, <laughs> and so he has great vibes. Ryan, I agree with you. If they don't bring someone else in, this is terrifying. I have to expect that they do bring someone else yeah. in, and then it's a non-starter for me. Then and I'm just expecting that to happen. Then it's a good move. Or a eh, move. Sure. Maybe it's like bargaining position on the other punters. This is barely even a thing that happened. Yeah, I, I was mostly joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I would be fine if they use one of their draft picks on a punter. Um, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. And just uh, uh, some more official down. news. I heard this was going to happen, but Cliss putting it out officially. The Broncos did tender their other ERFAs, Jonas Griffith, Quinn yeah. Bailey, um, well, and Corliss Waitman included in there. Uh, but they did not tender Jonathan Kongbo uh, for the ERFA. And uh, okay, they're yeah. not also expected to tender their other restricted free agents, uh, saying Bassies yeah. in that group. Um, not expected to happen. Mostly because if you tender those guys, you're basically giving them like a million and a half minimum, probably. If you don't, I think it's, ten- it's two point. Is it even more? Minimum. Yeah. Jeez. And then yeah. that's why, because yeah. you're not worried about somebody swooping in and, and taking those guys. And if they take Isain Bassi, then damn. Yep. Fair enough. All and right. for all the latest and greatest news, as Yahir has up on our screen, make sure you're following me, Zach Stevens, DNVR, Henry, Henry Chisholm, mm-hmm. and Ryan at Ryan Koningsberg don't on Twitter. Don't follow me for news. Okay, don't follow him. Uh, and oh, news and takes. How about that? Takes and or puns about news. There we 90% go. 90% puns. Um, and over <laughs> at DNVR Broncos, our guy, Brand Cristal, said, I've been spending too much time with you today for yes. a tweet I put out. Wow. Yes. 
That's a thing that for, can happen. For puns, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, are we all good? Should we talk to the people? Let's talk <laughs> to the people. Let's also get to 300 likes. I know we got it in us. Oh, we absolutely have it in us. Um, first one coming in from on Super Chats. Yeah, yeah. On Super oh. Chats. Wow. <laughs> we, give it, we give our producer so much credit today, and he just drops. He drops it. We get to... We get to the one yard line. Now wow. he's blaming Yaya the people. Has never not had an excuse for something. Wow. Because I'm perfect and I'm okay in everything I do. The you king know, of I, oh man, that bo- I didn't know that about Yaya. Yeah, and that's like a little pet peeve guy. of uh, people that just always have excuses. Dang, yeah. Because I'm perfect. Just wow. I don't mess up. Everybody messes up but me. We'll have like a pizza party. The one day Yaya says that one's on me. <laughs> wow. You want free pizza, Yaya? There you go. Just admit the mistake. Never. Wow. Right. From Lil Petty, which is fitting for this conversation. My weekly Wait, contribution. Really quick, really quick. Yes. It's finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is joining Nathaniel Hackett. No way. It just happened. He's going to the Jets. It's official. Oh boy, that was supposed to be us. It Wait, was. Are you sure? Um, yes, Trey, Trey Wingo. Wingo. Okay, okay yeah. I was going to say. And not I was in like my this. tweet notifications. He was. <laughs> he was all over this news last week with the Jets too. So I think he's pretty tied in. All right, <laughs> there you go. Should have been us. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that'll go great. Uh, it better fail miserably, so it will. we don't have to regret it. It's the Jets. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. now he's going to leave for the Vikings. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, would you be shot? That'd be such an Aaron Rodgers move. If the Packers. Don't have good quarterback play this year. It'll be the first time in our lifetimes. That is insane. Yep. Or Bryce Love. No, not Bryce Love. Jordan Love, Jordan Love. is wow. just the guy. <laughs> again. I went from so Bryce Love was the running back for Stanford, right? Yeah. Then my head was like, no, Julian Love, which is uh, the safety for the Giants. <laughs> wow. It is in fact Jordan Love. It would be the first time in our lives. That the Packers didn't have a, I don't know, as low as you want to put Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, top five quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Sure. Crazy. No, not Brett Favre. <laughs> not Bre- I'm lower on Brett Favre than I am. Well, now I'm definitely lower on Brett Favre than I than I Whoa. have been with Rodgers. And you guys know how I am on Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's happening. So that means Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are paired up once again. Like you said, something that should have happened last year. And that means the Broncos will be playing Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett this year in Denver. Wow. And another freaking good quarterback in the AFC. So dumb. Why would it oh, be? he is good then. This reminds He's me of good. our, our bad good. teams draft and all the good teams yeah. kept going to the AFC. Yeah, yeah. and uh, all the bad teams, me included, NFC. Smart move. Yeah, Crazy. that gave you guys a chance. <laughs> Literally. I'm 2-5 and five and still have hope. Let's go. Let's go. I'm 8-0 I'm and, and still have hope. Um, all right. From Lil Petty, my weekly converse, uh, contribution. Go Nugs, go Broncos, go Buffs. Big shout out to my guys, Zach, RK, and Hank, Maine. Let's get it. Let's go. Thanks, Lil Petty. That's good. That's good vibes from Lil Petty. That, that is, is vibes. great vibes. We uh we need some good vibes for the Nuggets. Tell you what. <laughs> oh man, how you feeling? I feel fine. Okay. I, what I don't like is the like drama that came up with like MPJ not playing in the fourth quarter. It's like yeah. it's too late in the season for us to be having minutes drama for a, a, a championship contender. There's, I know it's just bad vibes. It's not yeah. any concern about basketball. Yeah. Like we know they can play better, yeah. but 
It is. it is. I don't like the vibe. The vibe. All the Jokic stuff going around too. He's down to like minus two seventy five. Yeah, he's falling. I'm still so minus two seventy five. You just wild. said that South Carolina is a lock to win the women's NCAA <laughs> tournament at minus two hundred. Yeah, but that's, that's a, really a minus two hundred. I'll pound. I'm not really touching that point. minus two seventy five. Uh, okay. What are you pounding? The minus two hundred. He's pounding the minus two hundred. <laughs> yeah, the minus two hundred. Interesting thing to pound. The minus two hundred. Pounding the Gamecocks. Yeah. No, the I minus two hundred. I don't think he. He's picking up. Um, okay. um, no, from, I am. Uh, Rickert, a right tackle, a right guard, and a backup quarterback. We did so far what we needed. What positions do you guys want to see us target next? For me, it's center or corner. I think he's asking me because I had Ben Powers. I had Mike McGlinchey as, as my guys. Offensive um, $40 million spending spree? I had Caleb McGarry, <laughs> but I think <laughs> even then. On the round table, I had uh, McGlinchey. Okay. McGlinchey and Powers. Yeah, um, um, but uh, what do I want to see them do now? Yeah, I mean, if you can get a center, that'd be great. I'm satisfied, though. I'm good. Wow. I'm good right now. The The Broncos have uh, have done this okay. for me. They, be, they've, already, they've already done well in free agency. I'd be tempted by Zach Allen. Oh, yeah. I think he'd be on my list here. Um, I think a corner... Like any of them, like you're you're not paying any of the big money ones now, probably. Um, but yeah, corner, defensive line, maybe like an edge like Yannick Ngakwe, like he could be sick. Justin Houston, um, but yeah, center would be good too. Um, Zach Allen would be. Uh, I'm just I'm hesitant that they're going to be able to pull it off with the two big signings they've already had. I thought he was going to be potentially one of their two big ones. Hmm. But you bring Zach Allen and give Vance his guy. That would be great. Yep. That would. The batted okay. passes. I think I'm yeah. pretty sure nobody batted more passes and at then the bring line. Back Shelby, and he had. I know. I that thought. My, my, yes. Exactly. I mean, or just Shelby. You bring him back for three million dollars. Uh, what you could also do at center, bring back Graham Glasgow, pay him three million, four million dollars. Um, you just saved eleven million in cap space by moving on from him. If you want a veteran, there you go. There we go. BK says with OL signing, who do you think they'll draft? Uh, the Broncos will draft with their first pick. Uh, right in the sweet spot of the draft, 68. Yeah, I mean, perfect spots. It's um, a center. I mean, like, this is a deep center class. It's the one hole. It's got to be a center. And I guess they're back-to-back, so I could get screwed by the fact they use their second pick on it and go somewhere else. But center. Don't, Do sleep, just... on, don't sleep on tackle either. Okay. Garrett Bowles, could, uh, you can easily move on from his contract next year. Yeah. Um, and... If, if you get a guy who you think is a, a really good developmental left tackle, yeah, uh, tackle in the draft in the third round, that's hard to pass up on. That's like, I mean, you save 16 mil if you move on from Bulls next year, so it's like a lottery ticket. Like, is that guy good enough to save you 16 million dollars? That's that that's worth a third round pick, I especially so. if Bulls is still decent. You trade him, especially because a third round pick is even less. So it's like, it's like a 15 million dollar trade off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from Jay. I've seen more and more about moving on from a wide receiver. Who are we moving and what are we getting? Mm, we're really going to dive into that tomorrow. Yep. But literally every single person's name outside of Tim Patrick is on the market, apparently, for the Broncos. Because nobody's going to pay top dollar for a guy coming off a knee injury. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them gets moved at I'm this point. I'd be so pissed if they trade Jerry Judy. I mean, that. yeah, I, I think a lot of people would. Jerry really helped himself with Broncos yeah. country the way he finished the season last year. He was 22nd in receiving yards last year. Like, that's a wide receiver one production, well, and we know he hasn't scratched his surface. And, and like, look, you're getting something And look that. what he did in the second half of the season. True. You extend that the rest of the season, where would he yeah. be ended up? 
yeah. I mean, that's you're getting premium draft capital this year, or you give them a year to play well, and you not quite sure about premium. I think we've really yeah. to to kind of tease tomorrow's. I think we've inflated Cortland Sutton's value. Oh, I yeah. I'll probably be with you on this. I'll probably be with you on this. All right, next one <clears throat> from Marco says, what's the free agency plan at center and D-line? I don't know if there, there's one for either. Although D-line would make sense, either Zach Allen or Shelby mm-hmm. Harris. Yeah, um, and probably right now, Shelby Harris makes makes a little more sense just because you've spent big on the offensive line. So and the you, Seahawks got rid of him to save $9 million. Yeah, exactly. So he's coming in somewhere under that. Yep. Yes, oh, uh, 100%. And maybe you're looking at a contract that you got him back on that one-year prove-it deal. What was it? One year, two and a half million a couple really years ago? Cheap, yeah. And then he went and got paid, and now he's over 30 years old. So kind of maybe get a value there. Maybe if mm-hmm. he stayed, and here, here would honestly be a huge selling point. I know he loved living in Colorado. Um, if he still has his house here, if he owned that house, and it's just an easy way to come back to, and his family likes it, Maybe a two-year, $5 million deal. Something like that. Love that. Yeah. Um, and Ryan, someone in the comments section just said, James Bradbury going to San Francisco. Oh, Jesus. San Francisco. I didn't know they could spend more money on their front Hargrave seven. Too. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They are looking so good. If they, they if they are have, probably going to have to let Sh- uh, Al Shahir go. Yeah. Yeah. But hurts. still, that. yeah, but their linebacking core is still really good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're sick. But that's yeah. Well, I don't want to get into especially if they have a quarterback today. But <laughs> Alex uh, Singleton on the open market now. Yep. Sad. They mm-hmm. they could bring him back. I know they definitely could. I think the what were you gonna say? I was just I just don't want to lose him. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting emotional over there. He was the, the T.J. Edwards contract because he came in at like twenty mil over three years. I think that's good for like Alex's value maybe being a little low because I mean that's yeah. a guy with one hundred and sixty tackles and who was good in coverage really good last year so yeah. i think maybe sub five mil is possible going home to the bears that's where he's from yes um also playing alongside two wisconsin linebackers in the middle there it's kind of fun dang that, that is, is fun. fun um ian rapaport saying that uh nothing has happened with aaron Rodgers and the jets oh we've got a source off <laughs> uh, Let's go. who are you taking you taking trey wingo typically not a source guy or are you t- taking uh, Ian Rappaport, big source guy? Uh, I'm taking <laughs> Wingo. I am too. Especially because Aaron Rodgers like enjoys fucking with Rappaport. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he really does. So he's probably like texting Rap, like nothing yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, Wingo, you can go with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, Trey Wingo knew who was like on the flight with the Jets last week. He's dialed in on this situation. Dang. I'm surprised McAfee didn't have this. That's really true, yeah. All right, uh, from John. Uh, <clears throat> if trading PS2 would bring a mid-first round this year and a first round in 24, would you consider taking that? Nope. No. A mid-first round this year and a mid, like you know it's a mid-pick next well, year? you can't know, but it's coming it's, from a mid-team. Yeah, no. Um, if it's... Would you do the deal What's if it's... What's the point of getting good players if you're just going to trade them? Well, here, here's... Is, is you think you're going to be able to... It's going to help you get a quarterback next year. And so then the conversation has to be like, I don't know. Don't the Houston Texans have like the 11th pick this year too or yeah. the 12th pick or something along yeah, with the number 11. two pick? So if you were to get that pick and their one and then there's like a one next year and then there's hopes of them being like really bad again... That's one where I think you consider it more, but if you if you're trading with 
who's a mid team where you, where you know they're not the going to get the Titans. The Titans. Oh man, the Titans may be a different Packers thing. Packers could bottom out too. Oh, okay. Wow, oh, someone lying in the wow. comment section, never <laughs> listening to the comment section again. Oh, or he does. He wants just to go show him in every in practice down, every yeah. day. <laughs> wow. Um. What What was I saying there? Uh, about just trading with a mid team. Mm. Oh yeah, it would have to be with a bad team in order to uh, even think about trading. Just, what are we, 10. the Colorado Rockies? You just get exactly. good players and get rid of them as fast as you can. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're questionable on Russ, don't you always have to be thinking about the quarterback position? If you're trading you Pastor trade everyone else too. Sure. Yeah, and just completely tear it yes. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the number one person you shouldn't trade. Yeah. So if you're willing to trade him, trade Jerry and Cortland and. Every Quinn. other good player you have. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. You just tank. And and it's to get a quarterback. Realistically, I need a third first to think about it. You're not getting three ones for a corner, which is and fair. That's why yeah. he's not trading. Which is totally yeah. fair. Yeah. You, just ne- you would just never trade him. No, exactly. He should be here to the very last snap of his career. Unless it helps you get a quarterback. Because Russ isn't the guy. But, I mean, realistically, no. You're not going to be able to find that out this year. So, yes, you are turning that deal down. Yep. Um, and next one from Shag, Shagwellen, 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 Shagwellen says Ben Powers cap is 2 million. Do we know McGlinchey's cap hit? Can't wait to visit the bar next month. And like we talked about, I believe his cap hit is over 2 million. It's like five and a half, five and a quarter, five and a quarter because the 2 million is a salary. You also have the 25% of the signing bonus. Yep. So $5 million McGlinchey probably between seven and $10 million. Um, and uh, so, sure, there's money left to spend, but they got to fill out the roster, too. And mm-hmm. when I say that, you know, this is done, they could sign other guys like Alex Singleton and, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. names we know who can come in and contribute and can start. But Ben Powers mm-hmm. and Mike McGlinchey, they're going to be the headliners of this, cl- yeah. of this class. As they should be. Yep. Yeah. Um, Questions whether you get like a turn into a big three. You know, you tack on your. Who is that? Chris Bosch. You know, can you get a Chris Bosch to go with your Dwayne Wade and LeBron James? Oh, You're not Chris getting Bosch another was LeBron. So overrated. Well, yeah, that's true. But again, it's like the get ten million dollar guy. Give me <sighs> Shelby Harris and Alex Singleton, and uh, let's play ball. There you go. That seems and, very and, manageable. Yeah, exactly. And, and that that's what I'm saying you can do. Yep. You would roll over a bunch of cap space next year, too, if you need to eat the Russ hit. I don't know about a bunch. A- Alex Singleton and and um, uh, and Shelby Harris are probably eight, five, seven million dollars against the cap this year. Because Shelby's probably a one-year deal, so you're not like yeah, pushing exactly. it into, into next year for two and a half. So that's seven million dollars, and then. You're rolling ten million into next year, if that seven million. It'd be more than that, because then you also factor in like it's the top fifty-one, so you get another million and a half back. You know, like the McGlinchey thing. We'll see where the numbers are, but like they they're at what twenty-nine and a half basically after Powers, but before McGlinchey. So that would get them down to like twenty-two. Your your draft class is going to cost like five hundred k versus where you are now. No, I think it's like three million. But you subtract out the okay. so so your lowest cap hit like your highest cap hit's like one point oh something. So when you get to subtract a minus seven fifty from that, it's like two fifty. So I mean you're going to be around twenty million dollars, especially after Jared Stidham, probably around twenty True. seventeen million dollars in cap space after today's moves. Um, and uh, I, to round out the roster, it's probably another seven to ten mil, and then there you go. Then you're rolling yeah. seven to ten mil into next year too. 
Sweet. And the cap is fake. Yeah, if they wanted to. But again, mm-hmm. I'm okay with them not doing so many cap yeah. maneuverings for this year sure, to like sure, make sure. this year good. I just mean just for like for the rest of time for the Broncos, the cap means less than it does to everyone yeah. else. It does. You it do does. you get like a four year period where you can just go pretty crazy. You oh, just you got to pick when that is. That Sean Payton wants the coach. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> let's not start that this year. Next year, yep, I'm all in. Exactly. Sure. sure. Um, and then, you know, you never know. Like, there's always guys who slip through the cracks and end up kind of out there in, a week from now. Yeah. Right. Maybe Zach Allen ends up being a guy like that. Now, it's unlikely. But we wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought, like, didn't the Broncos sign Bryce Callahan, like, weeks later? Or mm-hmm. was it Fuller? I believe I believe it was Callahan. They signed him Saturday morning of at the end of the first week of free agency. Yeah, so for like twenty one million over three years, seven million a year. Right, uh, and I think it was just seven guaranteed. <laughs> um, here's a big one though: Shelby Harris. Uh, a couple of years ago, remember he went on the market, yeah. wanted a big, big money deal, didn't get it. So then he came back. He wanted like ten, fifteen million a year. He wanted Malik Jackson money. He didn't get it. Came back on that one year, two and a half million dollar deal. So if that happens with Zach Allen and you're able to get him and his going back to the team isn't going back to the Cardinals, it's going back with Vance Joseph, that's how maybe you get a deal with him. Yep. Yep. Apparently, Shefty's now uh, backing uh, Rappaport. Not backing him, but reporting similar things. But it must have just been on TV because it's not on Twitter. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And that's how you know it. Might, he, he doesn't want to go too far into this. Mm. You put something out on Twitter, that makes it a lot easier to get dunked on later when you're wrong in seven minutes. I think yeah. Shefty knows what he's doing. I think Trey Wing goes right on this. Who? Tweeted out a video of what? There's uh, no way NFL Network yeah. tweeted out a video of... Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible, though. Um, are we done with Super Chats? Or we have one more. Oh, it's a super chat from Yahir. He says, don't forget to hit the like button. And we also have one coming in on the website from Seafillmore72. It says, yes, mate, very much liking today's signings. George Payton at work, top-tier free agents at positions of need. Is it now time to retire my Reisner jersey? I fear so. If he goes unsigned through free agency, then maybe it has life, but I think it's likely he'll get a starting job and better payday with a new team. Cheers, gents. Christopher, Christopher, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dalton Reisner is gone. We well, don't know where ben yet. Powers will wear sixty six. Seventy two is taken. Maybe, yeah, or just new number. Sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, Dalton <laughs> Reisner. Um, in Madden, I always make all of my offensive linemen in the seventies. Fair. So it but, used to but, be but, like, what is it? You do, you don't uh, have to go home, but you can't stay here. Oh, so unfortunately, damn. the uh, you also can't stay home. Actually, yeah, you can't stay home. You can't stay here. But enjoy a big, big payday, Dalton Reisner, because you're yeah. going to get it somewhere. We'll be cheering for him all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. But I think this was the right move to choose Ben Powers over Dalton. I remember Henry and I had kind of a debate about yep. this last week or the week before. You said you would have chose Dalton. I, I definitely would have gone Ben Powers, so I like the trade-off. I came around. I came around, came around. Friday night. Okay. Saturday night. Whenever What's I texted you guys. difference in those guys? 300 pounds. Oh, 30 pounds. I'm, I'm sorry. 600-pound uh, Ben Powers. He'd be like that creative guy that everyone does in Madden when they're growing up. Like, he's he's 600 or 400 pounds, and he has 90 speed or yes, something. Yes, yes. And he's great he catchability. Does, he doesn't have the 90 speed, but so it's 300 versus 330? Yeah. 
Yeah, Ben Powers is large. He's powerful. He's large. He is powerful. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> on our way out, we'll finish here <laughs> uh, with yes. an ode to our good friend Chris Sims, who absolutely nailed this. Earmuffs. We're going out on this. <laughs> we will catch you guys tomorrow. Great first day of free agency for the Denver Broncos. I will be shocked if the first thing that's not done as far as free agency or big move is offensive line. Yeah. He's going to go just what he did with Drew Brees. He's going to get the biggest group of big fuckers. Yes, it is. Shotgun oh red Take you back.